Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. This is Joe. I'm doing one of those pre-show announcement things. Uh, we recorded this on Wednesday. It was a little low-key. We were getting, we were on such little sleep because of this hurricane and worrying about stuff. And oh man, um, we were all really tired and exhausted. But there's a really good discussions had. So uh, I was sitting on it for a while, thinking, yeah, should we release it? Should we not release it? I don't know. So I'm just gonna release it now. Um, no hype. It's about 30 minutes long. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. And our next episode will probably be after Halloween Horror Nights. So yay! <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. <laughs> oh, that's that'll never get old. My name is Hi, Joe, Joe, and joining me is Anne. Anne, how are you doing? I am good. I lost my voice. That's not good. <laughs> it's okay. Is it yelling? Because make fun of me. Oh, is it? Because no, you're you would have thought I would have been yelling at my students, and that's why. But it's not. They're sweethearts. Instead, it's you're yelling at Mike. That's why. I, mean, I don't know what it's from. I don't know. Okay. Also joining us is Mike. Mike, how are you doing? I'm a little bummed out and I'm recovering. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we're recording this on Wednesday and not to instantly date ourselves, but we pulled the plug on the trip for this week, at least. Um, to Orlando. Yeah, due after to, a lot of hand wringing and grief and stress, and, and oh, a lot of stress on your end, may I add? Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've not been getting much sleep recently because I get wind wound up about this stuff and I can't fall asleep. Um, yeah, I already stress out about trips enough when they're normal, and then this one was just like times ten. Abby, normal. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a week or so. Man, it's it's been real real rough. Um not I mean not as bad as like if you're actually in living in Orlando, but yeah. <laughs> well, at least um the good news is we all got to well all of us except for one got to actually delay our vacation and we're good to yes. go, so that's the good news, yep. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking um Otherwise, Hopefully everybody makes it through okay, and uh, there's still a chance house to go through next week too. <laughs> uh, I I don't see a reason why not. I think that's I think that's more pessimism on some people's parts about those houses, but we'll those tents. We'll get that get to that. Or do you want to just cover talk about it okay. right now? I don't know. Sure, let's talk about it right now. Um. So, yeah, we're talking about the hurricane. This this one seems real bad. It's category four. It's I don't know how far is off the uh, coast. It's supposed to make landfall tomorrow evening, I think, or Friday morning. Yeah, something, something like that. Um, category four. They've been evacuating Florida and parts of Georgia. Nick's left Savannah. Um, he's with his which, grand- is a, which is a good move. Yeah, he's with his uh, parents right now. Um, a bunch of people are leaving Florida, or they've moved to the uh, West Coast. Um, Right now, the only parks that are closed are, I believe, Legoland and SeaWorld. Uh, everywhere, and also uh, the Kennedy Space Center, because, uh, yeah, no, duh, they're on, like, the, the coast right there. Um, no idea what's going on. Yeah, the- oh, sorry, Mike. 
the uh, the SeaWorld closure is really the one that kind of set all our wheels in motion to cancel to postpone our trip because that was kind of like the I guess that was the straw that broke the camel's back. We figured the other two would kind of follow suit, but or at least it would uh, so far it would mirror what the other two would do later. I think. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And we just and we just looking at everything and just it just kept getting worse and worse and we just decided to delay it and. The fact that we all worked it out, that we all were able to go down the, a week later, later, and and how that worked, uh, that was pretty nice. So yeah, um, yeah. So right and now, I guess the difference between SeaWorld and Universal and Disney is that Disney and Universal will actually make money by staying open, whereas SeaWorld is probably going to make money by closing. Yeah, maybe. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm exhausted from these past few days. Uh, I'm going to sleep real well tonight. Um, so right now, uh, Universal and Disney have announced have not announced closures. I expect they will soon. Actually, no. I'm I'm sorry. I'm incorrect. Disney's announced the water parks are closed. I think tomorrow and Friday. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So that they haven't announced any closures yet. Uh, you're gonna want to listen to that. I imagine. All the parks will be closed on Friday. I would bet that all park, none of the parks will be open late Thursday. And I bet you're going to see maybe a late start on Saturday, if I yeah. take a bet. And that's enough to just kind of push us out. Um, we were going to do Hoop-de-Doo on Saturday, and that mm-hmm. got canceled. That's um, weird. Um, I, well, I could see it because of the Fort Wilderness campgrounds. Um, they are yeah. not... Yeah, that's the issue. Is that's at the campgrounds, and they don't—they won't allow anyone on. If the it's campgrounds. windy enough, and they have that lake right there and everything. Yeah, they have um, to clean up some trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Then also, uh, what was the other part? Uh, and also, any flights, all the Southwest flights after four o'clock have been canceled. Flying after no, actually after three twenty, flying into Orlando have been canceled. So Sean wouldn't have gotten in anyways. <laughs> So it just kind of all fell into place where it's just like, oh, this happened and this happened. And we're like, wow, we're, we're thankfully we had the ability to delay it. Um, so that's yeah. what's going on. Uh, I mean, have you guys been stuck in the parks when it's been raining like a ton? Do you have any good stories about that? There's nothing good about being stuck in the rain. Yeah, I know. I hate I know. Michael you hate loves the rain. He oh. loves the rain. What are you talking about? I just remember walking or seeing him like walk around miserable during Halloween Horror Nights 24 in the rain. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, so I actually have two interesting stories. One was uh, like in the early 90s, back when New Tomorrowland just opened, being stuck in Cosmic Rays for what it seemed like two hours due like a, to a torrential downpour that just like destroyed the Magic Kingdom. Um, and the other one was like another three hour downpour right when Mission Space was opening. And uh, I just rode that ride over and over again. And then I had to run all the way from Mission Space to the ESPN Club. Um, and, and the bottom half of my body was completely soaking wet. <laughs> so that was that was a rough uh, that was a rough time. And also there's another actually and one more time. Uh, there's another time we were going back from Epcot and we were going to the uh, the uh, beach club, and you know how you go up that walkway, you know, but you you know what I'm talking about. How you go up the hill and you go down the hill, going up the hill, all the drains mm-hmm. were clogged. So it was like, 
it was like you were walking up a uh, raft ride flume, basically. It was just constant water pouring down. So Sounds joyful. Yeah, that was tons of fun. Yeah, so I think we we were pretty lucky last year. We didn't get any rain during Halloween Horror Nights. I mean, yeah. that was really lucky uh, for us. Anyways, one, the two times I went and the one time Mike went. Um, 24 wasn't great, but it wasn't too bad. Um, 22 was a washout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it's it's absolutely crazy down there right now. Um, our thoughts go out to everyone down there. Stay safe, blah, blah, blah. You, you get the idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, like, belabor the point too much. I mean... They, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Agreed. Y- you know what to do. I don't, I don't want to also, like, drum it up too much. Like, oh, my God, you know... But like, just we're all thinking happy thoughts. Yeah, just you know, you guys are we be prepared, uh, be safe, don't do anything stupid. You know, lots of filtered water ready. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, next up, uh, Shanghai Disneyland a little bit, shall we? Mm. Yeah, Shanghai, right? I forgot it was actually a thing. To yeah. be honest, um. The only time I remembered it was when they were talking. Somebody was talking about the um, the Golden Ticket Awards. I think you and, and Kenny were, and how Tower of Terror won Best Dark Ride and not Pirates in Shanghai. And that's like, yeah. oh yeah, Pirates in Shanghai is a thing still. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, there's been a few reports recently. I'm reading this one from the uh, from Fortune magazine. Um. It's reporting that uh, Shanghai Disneyland is averaging roughly 20,000 visitors per day since it opened, uh, which would give it a daily attendance of 7.3 million a year, uh, which mm-hmm. is roughly more in line with what I hear Disney Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom get a year. No way. Yeah, who'd have thought? You know, not the 10 plus million a year, who'd have thought? But, yeah. um, so Bob Chapik, uh threw in a quote as an update to this article saying the art, the recent report speculating that our attendance is meritless. Our financial results during the first hundred plus days of operation have exceeded our expectations and guest feedback has been extremely strong, establishing a foundation upon which to grow, which basically had nothing to do with attendance. <laughs> He's like, the recent speculation is meritless. Everyone likes what we're doing and we're hitting goals and we're setting a foundation. Okay. So what about the attendance? Uh, we're hitting expectations, <laughs> so it's, it's, you're not actually touching on it. It's like saying, well, how many iPhones did you sell, uh, Mr. Cook? Well, everyone loves the iPhone, and everyone's taking great photos with it. Uh, okay, well, that's not the question we asked, but thank you for that. So, yeah, I, Shanghai, if they're getting, I think 7.3 is still not too bad, but, like, I don't know. This I, I don't I don't know really. Shanghai is such a weird one, especially with Hong Kong having issues. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what to think of it. What are you thinking, Mike? I think China doesn't have a big enough middle class, and Disney is still not entrenched enough. I think the entrenched part is a good point because they're supposed to launch a network in China before yes. Shanghai Disneyland, and that never happened. And there may not be enough stuff for people to do. Yeah, that too, and, you know, the whole entire, you know, the, the, uh, the how, you know how they have that housing boom going on, not the housing, but the development boom, I would say, 
mm-hmm. how that's a bubble. So you never know. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, oh, this is another great one. Bob Iger said, in fact, it delivered more attendance in the first hundred days than most parks we've opened over the history of our theme parks. Again, that's not saying very much, <laughs> especially <laughs> when you open most of your parks either in February or the middle of fall <laughs> and not right. summer. So, um, I mean, the good news, I guess, is that they're showing um, that people like it and they want to come back and they're happy and it's establishing a brand. The bad news is uh, a lot of those cuts that were made to get Shanghai Disneyland open may stay around or may intensify more. And if, you know, Parks and Resorts doesn't do well, you know, it's like, as our buddy Shuck said, like, I wonder if they're, if they think they can dust off those, you know, Star Speeder uh, 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 spinners mm-hmm. for, for Star Wars Land, which we will talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's our Shanghai Disneyland minute, I guess. Yay. It's still a thing. It's still a thing. Um... Yeah, it's still a thing. That's Shanghai Disneyland for you. Um, so also, actually, this is going to be an all Disney episode if we want. We can talk a little Universal at the end. We'll just BS around a little bit. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mike. Ugh. Have you shown Anne the photos? No. Yeah, um, she's seen the video for Breakout. Yeah. Oh, the stupid okay. tower tear overlay here. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look good. They, I mean, even like to the point where they, it looks like they took the old model, including the fact that they still had like the, uh, you know, they have you know how like the quarters uh, vanished and they had that like fake stucco that looked like the building just vanished. You know, it was like really jaggedy. Like they still had that around the doors. It's just mm-hmm. like they're not doing anything to it. So and that the, and they're just, sticking pipes on it because. Well, refineries are beautiful. Yeah, so another thing I did was um, I wanted to see uh, McMansion Hell, which is one of my favorite websites, cover this because they talk about, you know, those giant mansions that people buy and they get those foam plaster, you know, keystones and arches and pillars that they just put on their house. That's what it looks like. They just plaster stuff on this and all that stuff, but... I don't know. It looks like it'll have good uh, direct TV reception with all those satellite dishes on it. Um, yeah, that's that's an unfortunate mess. Um, that's up there with the uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom's like uh, fifth park at night. Oh boy! <laughs> womp womp. Jeez. Yeah, that that as you said earlier, Mike, that went away real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nope. <sighs> yeah. I'm exasperated from this stuff. So let's talk some good Disney stuff, shall we? Um, And I don't think you saw this, but Disney uh, on Sunday revealed a new live show in Liberty Square. I tried opening it up, and for some reason it wouldn't open. So all I know is that there's a new show opening in Liberty Square. So tell me about it. It stars the Muppets. And they are in the uh, streets above, they're in like the windows above uh, Liberty Square, and they reenact uh, the signing of the Declaration of Independence and Paul Revere's ride, I believe. And they do it, uh. they do it in traditional Muppet wackiness and jokes and meta-commentary. 
You know, it's sort of like, you know, how they did um, a lot of their other presentations, their, their um, presentations, yeah. they're, they're in period, like uh, Muppet Christmas Carol and such. But Muppets belong at Hollywood Studios, so... I don't... That's why they're getting Pizza Rizzo. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's like, I agree with you completely, but I mean, it also still fits, but I don't agree that it should be here, especially when you have a park that needs more to do. So, like, I'm happy they have it at... It's not like it doesn't fit in Liberty Square, in my opinion. It's just, why don't you do a live show in Hollywood Studios? And why is the Muppet Mobile Lab being brought out of retirement in Epcot... Why can't it go to Hollywood Studios? It's that kind of thing. This whole thing is so hilarious and bizarre because the Muppet Show has been canceled. Oh yeah, and it just shows you how long it things take because all these new things are opening within the span of a couple months. So it's like it was planned, you know, to coincide with the new season of the Muppets, probably. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> that didn't work out. It's yeah. so like you have Pizza Rizzo at Studios fixing to open. You have Muppet Mobile Labs that just got back, and then this Liberty Square thing just started. So it's like it was definitely an intentional series of events. And yeah, <laughs> their second, their sequel to the movie bombed, and their show bombed. Not a good look. Yeah. So, but you- I'm sure, I'm sure the Liberty Square show is pretty good. Yeah, it seems pretty good. It seems to have the humor and the kind of the pathos that uh, the Muppets have that is kind, mm-hmm. was kind of missing from the show, even. Um, so yeah. it, it sounds like a return to form, really. So that's good. That's good. Um, uh, let me see. I'm trying to find a photo. I, I retweeted out real quick, but let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So this was a photo of Muppet Mobile Labs backstage in... Uh, it was backstage at uh, Epcot, and it was like halfway disassembled. Do you remember what did I send that? Did I send that photo to you guys? Let me no, I thought you I don't like this. Uh, well, I mean that's besides the point. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Did I send it to you? That's Saturday. Okay. Nope, I didn't send it Moving to you. Moving right along. So anyway, it's it's interesting because it was behind the scenes Epcot and it was like partially taken apart and they put it together. But my favorite part was way in the back, um, in like the back of the scene, you could see all the old um, benches from the Norway movie theater. <laughs> Oi. So you know, you know, that's exactly where Muppet Mobile's la- Mobile Labs was. So Okay, moving right along. Uh, let's talk about some Star Wars land rumors. That sound good, Mike? These crazy crackpot rumors. Insanity. Like? Just, so, <laughs> let, me get the impre- let me get impressions from Anne. I'll, I'll read out kind of what's yeah. going on here. So, this comes from uh, mice- MiceAge.com. Um, and they say that Universal wants to create an immersive Star No, sorry. Disney wants to create a uh, leapfrog the competition Universal Studios by creating an immersive Star Wars environment. So, that's where I got that Universal thing. Um... So the idea is they want to do a Renaissance Fair cosplay on a theme park level. <laughs> Shops and dining would be hyper-themed and operate like elaborate dinner theaters and living history museums. Um, uh, visitors will be guided through large uh, plot-filled stores that take them through multiple environs before they bore... Oh, oh that's the e-ticket, sorry. Um, 
so, Anne, what are you thinking about <laughs> Renaissance Fair cosplay as Star Wars <laughs> level? There was some type of drunken shenanigans that resulted in them making this decision. <laughs> Clearly. That makes no sense at all. Well, uh, they just, they still don't get it, do they? They just, they don't get it. Like, they don't get it. Well, well, the problem is... They don't get why Wizarding World is so popular. Yeah, and and also, like, they're paying minimum wage for college uh, college program students. Do you think they're really going to, you know, live out these roles and such? Well, and then it's not really practical in that with those kind of crowds they should be expecting, and I don't know. And it's not really, you're not visiting any place that really connects with you. It looks like Star Wars, but it's not like a real place like the Wizarding World environments are. Um, I'm sure it'll be really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see a lot of this as like a lot of overly ambitious blue sky type stuff. Yeah, um, I get what I get what they're saying. It just doesn't seem practical to me, and they like they don't quite seem to understand things still. Yeah, I'm, but I mean that's kind of par for the course with Disney. They kind of just like again the whole entire. All of a sudden, people liked foam on their beverages, and we had no idea why. Why you know that kind of thing. Well, yeah, it's like the people. The rumor that they have. They want people to walk around speaking Navi at Avatar Land. Nobody's going to care. Oh yeah, that's another. There's one. no, co- there's no, there's no connection to that. Um, whereas people aren't going to have a connection with random Star Wars characters either. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be nice. Yeah. So, uh, what are your thoughts, Ian? I don't know. <laughs> you are speechless. I'm speechless. Yes, clearly. Okay, so let's clearly. go. Let's go into the two rides real quick. Uh, first one, the first. There's going to be two e-tickets. The first one. Well, first of all, there's supposed to be originally three rides, but one was cut because Disney World didn't want to build it. So the first e-ticket. Uh, visitors will be guided through a long, plot-filled stories that will take them through multiple environs before they board their ride vehicle. In the case of the Millennium uh, Ride, codenamed Big Bird, the experience would involve moving between multiple pre-show theaters, setting up the plot, and what tasks you must complete once you board the Falcon and launch into space. And if you fail at your assigned tasks, a happy ending is not guaranteed. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Anne? Sounds like it could be interesting, but it also sounds like... Uh, what is it that everyone's going to right now? To go like solve the puzzle and then at the breakout room, escape room. Yeah. Sounds like an escape room to me. Maybe. I mean, it'll be on a ride. You have to remember things and solve puzzles, but at the same right. time, like you have to do that. Like, what about foreign language people? I mean, Disneyland's the place where every single okay. ride has all the different narrations and stuff for all the different languages. So, again, it's overly ambitious, and then it's a lot of work for the guest. It's yeah. just a lot of work. First of all, you're assuming you care. Like, you have to care. You have to speak the language. You have to understand what's going on. You have to pay attention. Um, You know, you might get stuck in a room, might speed through a room. And, you know, 
it just doesn't work. Like you can walk through the Forbidden Journey queue and not hear a damn word because chances are you won't, and you'll still enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. This this sounds very chaotic. Yeah. Well, I mean, remember they were in gonna... the part where you <laughs> like you abandon the ride vehicle halfway through and then walk up a flight of stairs. Well, we're back on a ride vehicle. We're, we're getting to that seems. one. We're getting to that one. <laughs> um, so well, this reminds me of the original concept for Mission Space and how you could fail the mission. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, that I reportedly was cut down. So I don't know if that this whole entire you could fail thing would stay. Mainly because yeah, it's not because <laughs> that's all because then it's not a good thing, and then that's all they're going to ride. They're just going to ride that one time because they just think that's the end of the ride. Um, the only the only one that actually does that is Men in Black, where if you don't score well, they you lose. But you, know? you, you still they, lose. You never get your suit. You never, you know, you'd never remember your well, experience. You always get wiped at the end. Well, maybe you're just really bad at Men in Black. No, I'm I'm sorry. I'm really good, Mike. <laughs> I suck. Yeah, there you go. Um so and the next ride is a Stormtrooper battle escape ride. Um this one's going to be like Spider-Man from him here, but it's going to be interactive. Um so yeah. here's what they want. Uh WDI wants you to rush to your wireless and trackless vehicle and board and then disembark and reboard the vehicles on different levels of the massive ride building several times during the course of a long experience, all wonder ta- all while under attack by stormtroopers. The, kit- the pit currently being dug deep into the ground on the Alcatraz site is required for the elevator mechanism that will make the multi-level ride possible. Imagine riding... Oh, Transformers. The- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Imagine riding parts of the Caribbean, but getting off your boat in the ca- in the caverns to explore the skeletal remains. Get back on your boat quickly when you hear Barbosa attacking the fort. Sailing along until you get out of your boat a second time in the auction scene to interact with the panicky townsfolk for a while. Then you reboard your vehicle quickly when the fire breaks out to escape by sailing through the fu- ride's finale. As an additional piece of reference, how about no? Yeah. So this <laughs> agreed. One, so this one also says that there's going to be 150 audio animatronic stormtroopers in this uh, ride. Uh, oh, by comparison, Pirates only has 75. <laughs> yeah, there's just no way. So one one thing that was brought up, I heard on several um, that was brought up by several people, is that I think that uh, my chat's getting their information confused here. That there will be possibly moving pre-shows. Or pre-shows that may... Like, you know, like Gringotts? Like, one of the pre-shows technically moves, but is not part of the ride. So maybe that's where they kind of got their... Oh, okay. Things kind of mixed up. Like, you you actually move between several... Like, you, yeah. I, that That's okay. what it sounds more like. It doesn't... I think they're over-explaining the whole entire you board and disembark ride vehicles... I bet you you disembark you ride on a ride vehicle and disembark once, um, and that's for the end. But you there will be pre shows where you, you know, there's the fake elevator or there's the you know moving walkway or various things like that. Um, yeah, I um, also the whole thing just seems far fetched. <laughs> um, especially the 150 audio animatronics. I think even if there were just 150 figures, static figures would be a little hard to believe. That's, that's a lot of 
figures. Yeah. Um, Sean brought up, though, pretty well that even if they are AAs, there's not much you need to do for Stormtroopers. The hard stuff's right. the face. You know? Yeah. And if they're just standing still, they can just rotate and be fine. Um, yeah. If their arms move up and down very easily into a battle-ready position and then a you know resting position, and they're still holding the gun, that's like, what? Two or three actuators? A few joints? And that's it. Um, yeah. So... Anyway, that's what that ride is. So, Anne, what are your thoughts? <laughs> it's, uh... Hmm. Does it make sense to me? I can tell you're enthralled by the concept. I, I think when we finally ride it, we'll understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not something you could explain that well. Um... I'm also very exhausted right now, so my my brain isn't totally here right now. Okay, yeah, well, we're all yeah. tired as I'll get out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, all the rides are going to have roughly, um, they're saying 1,500 uh, riders per hour compared to, like, the Bin Journey's 2,000 or so, and I think that's roughly the same for Gringotts, around 2,000 or maybe a little more. Um, yeah. So... That's all we really have for the show notes. Excuse me, show notes. Do you guys want to talk about anything else? Universal, any? No. um, I I just feel like maybe they're doing a little, putting too much into Star Wars, maybe? Well, how so? Maybe, like, I think those rides, well, Millennium Falcon ride, I don't know, but the First Order ride, just if, if that's true, seems too ambitious and maybe it would be better served to have a extra attraction somewhere else in its stead like instead of having one oh my gosh mega attraction of all time have two really solid e-tickets mm-hmm. not necessarily two star wars like one in star wars and then one somewhere else for something else instead of some ringy dink toy story land okay I, think, I don't know. I think another thing is capacity. Like, if you had three rides, that's more capacity than having these two e-tickets. Like, I would rather have the Pirates from Shanghai at Hollywood Studios and two Star Wars e-tickets than one Star Wars e-ticket and the Star Wars, oh my gosh, e-squared ticket. Okay. I don't know. Like, this sounds like a $2 billion attraction. This, this one First Order ride if what they say is accurate anyway. Yeah, that's the issue. I don't think it's accurate. Um, I mean, the ride descriptions match what I've been hearing, but not necessarily the uh, audio animatronics and boarding and disembarking and all that stuff. So, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for a week from now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're going to be in Orlando. We're going to be together. We're going to hang out, have a good time. Um, we're gonna have fun yet. Yeah, it's gonna be dry. Er, uh, <laughs> we're gonna be. We'll we'll go to Toothsome. We'll hang out. We'll have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So, Anne, are you excited to go to your first Halloween Horror Nights? Anne. Up. Oh, she fell asleep on us. I guess. <laughs> oh well. She must have muted herself or she's gone. 
I don't know. Or Anne. Yeah. Are you excited about your first Halloween Horror Nights? <laughs> um, you know, I am. I've never been a huge haunted house person, but it sounds like it's going to be a blast, and I'm looking forward to it. Cool. I'm going to be a stereotypical girl, and I think that everyone's going to find more joy in watching me squeal than in the actual houses, but we'll see. Cool. May, uh, make sure uh, Mike goes in front of you. Or apparently, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm required to go first. Okay, that makes yes. sense. Yeah, for least, my first house. Yes, you are. That is a requirement per the Poor Judgment crew. Yes. And then you had a question for Joe, right, Ann? Remember at dinner? Yes, I do have a question. Yes. Which ride are you more excited to ride, Kong or Hulk? Um, I'd say Kong. Why? Uh, I've been on Hulk. <laughs> I mean, like, it's the same but, ride. Hulk's the same um, ride, and I'm excited for the soundtrack, but it's still kind of the same. Yeah. So, what are you missing most about this weekend, Joe? This weekend? Yes. Yes. Uh, what are you missing most about not being there? I don't think there's anything I'm missing most about not being there because we recreated everything next weekend, except for Lane. Yeah, except for Lane. But that, but that's that's the thing. I'm not missing Lane this weekend. I'm missing Lane next yeah. weekend. Okay, Joe. <laughs> if you could have one thing this right now, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> we can't answer that on the podcast. Yeah, we can't answer that. <laughs> Okay, I mean, with regards to the park. (laughs) Yeah. With regards to the park, Joe. Goodness me. Like how so? Like just being somewhere or like that? Being somewhere or having something, riding a ride, something. One thing, what would it be? Uh, I was looking forward to trying a little bit of twosome tomorrow if I went. That's up there. It was okay. on the spreadsheet. It was on the spreadsheet. Uh, what else? That was up there. Um, t- the stereotypical answer for me were those awesome pretzels at Halloween Horror Nights. Aha, there, there it is. Damn it. There it is. Killed it. I, I fell into the trap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike. You did. Oh. I am ready. I am ready. You're ready for yeah, Halloween Horror Nights? Even more lead up to this trip now. Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. I'm already packed. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm part, Carl's I've been, not excited. I'm still partially packed. I need to, I don't know, look through my stuff again. Um, are we staying in the same room? Or is that... I forget. We'll figure that out. I don't know. We could. I think we should probably still keep looking for universal rooms every day just in case that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna keep looking at cabana bay because i'd rather stay on site and we can always cancel what we have um but yeah hey you know we have it we have it so yeah um yeah i was pretty psyched for a fleeting moment that at least my downgrade would be cabana bay but (laughs) i guess yeah yeah they're all booked it's it's super serious (laughs) um I, I, i guess this might fit in, but like I, I found it odd or surprising or maybe not that I was able to get the same repository reservation as we had this week. So I'm guessing maybe it's not that 
booked up. I'm starting to wonder that also, like how popular it is actually. Because I even messed up and told the guy October 13th because mm-hmm. I had the math wrong in my head. Mm-hmm. And October 13th, we could have done at 9.15 as well. Weird. So, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if they just give you whatever you want when you call up and ask within reason. Or, but I, mean, I was I was pretty surprised. It's a Friday night. Mm-hmm. It's pretty late in the event at that point. So, yeah, whatever. I'm excited to do it still. Yeah, I'm wondering. We, 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 we had our out. <laughs> we, we could have canceled this and got our money. Nope, we're stuck. It's going to be fun, though. It is going to be fun. And if we get those express passes, that'll be cool. Oh, yeah, we do get that one express pass that we can use. So we can use that for American Horror Story or whatever we want to. So we need to try and uh, get, go through The Walking Dead before Sean comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound good? Okay. The world is our oyster next Thursday. Yes, it is. When are you? When are you guys going to get in Thursday? We're, we'll start Good question. That out. There is no perfect. There's no perfect uh, answer for that. Unlike yeah. Lane or, or Nick, we now have like a an easy distance to travel. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, yeah. you're screwed. Because even if we left when she got off of school, it would we would still get there late. And if we left Not Thursday yet. morning, we'd get there at a bad time. So it's like, eh. I, I would almost rather get there late or early, you know, leave Wednesday, get there super late at night and get mm-hmm. some sleep yeah. instead of yeah. getting up early and having to be up for horror nights until possibly 2 a.m. And you get to pick me up from the airport. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I'll I'll see what I can do as far as getting a place to stay Wednesday night. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, is there anything right, else you yeah, guys want to talk this. about? Nope. We have, we're going to get some ice cream and watch Survivor. Nice. Have fun. So, uh, Anne, where can we find you at? At Parkscope Anne. There we go. Mike, where can we find you at? Um... At Capt Michael eighty seven. Okay, there you go. Uh, you can find me at Parkscope Joe. You can find all of us at Parkscope net and at Parkscope on Twitter. Uh, go on Parkscope net and go click that iTunes link and subscribe, or you know, I don't know, leave us a review. That'd be super cool. We want more reviews. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially those five star reviews after this episode, saying everyone was exhausted and sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> So look, I got a rough life, man. Okay, yeah, I'm not hating. I can't live it up. I can't live it up like Pearl. I know. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. We're, we're all mm-hmm. just exhausted from like just. Are we going? Are we not going? Or just the whole entire? Yeah, night, we're so. emotionally we're emotionally drained. That's true. Yes, yes, yes. So, mm-hmm. uh, right. Mike, do you want to close us out? Love everybody. Hate every hurricane. Kung <laughs>